0: Hey guys, it's Kelly, and I want to welcome you back to the Unbroken Podcast. So, I posted a video onto my TikTok last night. Um, If anyone hasn't seen it and has access to TikTok and wants to check it out, the link is in my link tree, which I put in the description. But, just to give a rundown to anybody that doesn't really want to do TikTok... It is a woman that is a licensed therapist and she works for the Department of Corrections in Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, she goes on to talk about MAPS. I'm not sure if everyone is aware of that term, but it stands for Minority Attracted Person. And in this video, which I found on Twitter and then transferred it over, she says some pretty disgusting, horrible things. Um, She says that she refuses to use the word pedophile because it's a word that's used to slander and vilify a group of people, goes on saying that they can't help their attraction, And sometimes they're only attracted to children, sometimes it's also adults. I mean, the whole video is just disgusting. And to be honest, it was really hard for me to just even record this video. I didn't even say anything in it. I just kind of had it on a green screen floating above my head. But I definitely wanted to kind of unpack this Now, there's been a lot of different comments and reactions from people. One of the major ones, obviously, is this is insane. They've been planning this and, you know, things to that effect. But there's been people that are attacking a political party over it more importantly, Democrats and liberals, and also attacking the LGBT community. I have deleted any of those comments because this is not a political thing. This is not a liberal Democrat belief. This is not anything that has to do with the LGBT community. I know it sounds that way, talking about sexual orientation, But this this really angers me that people can't separate politics when we're talking about something that is so dangerous. Now, the belief behind the whole map thing is that there are people out there that are attracted to children, but don't take any actions. I don't, believe in that I don't agree with it but I do understand because I'm sure there there is truth to that it doesn't make it right it doesn't make it okay and it is absolute disgusting to to su- to support it but this woman particularly she works at the Department of Corrections And what is so concerning to me about that is when she's talking to what she's calling MAPS instead of pedophiles and talking about how we have to stop judging them and slandering them, she's meeting with ones that have hurt children, that have been arrested, gone to found guilty, pled guilty, was convicted, and then sentenced and put into jail. So it's like she's not even talking about the other instances because the people that she's coming across are the people that have hurt children. And what my major concern is, these people do not get life sentences. They don't get a big sentence either. I know there was a case in a different county in Pennsylvania of a priest that had molested two boys and got 18 months. So you have someone that's working with these predators that are in a jail and essentially telling them that what they're feeling and what they did, it's just normal. And that is so much not okay on about a thousand different levels. That is not okay. There is nothing normal about that type of behavior. I, obviously, given my history, have spent a good majority of my life around pedophiles. They cannot be changed And studies show that it is very difficult for them to control their urges. They are dangerous to be around kids. And when you have, excuse me, when you have people that have done these heinous, horrific crimes that already are not getting a strong enough sentence and jail time, having somebody that works at the jail basically grooming and helping them to get out and to show, you know, whatever they have to do, then they're not learning any lessons, not that they could, but what they're in turn learning is that their behavior is acceptable, it's just people judge them, which is not The message they need to be given. And also on the flip side of that, this video has been circulating on social media and I made clear in my video to put that this is very much not normal and this is so wrong. But if kids are seeing this, then you're normalizing what the pedophiles are doing to them. And I can speak a lot to that because that happened to me the majority of my life. As crazy as it is to sit and say, I thought that your parents selling you for sex was normal, I very much did because I had nobody to tell me that it wasn't. And the way that social media and everything is today, kids just trust social media sometimes more than they trust their own parents. It's unfortunately turns into a situation where kids are just thinking that, you know, parents are overreacting. I know I've experienced that with my children sometimes. And, you know, you heard in the episode with my daughter where she talked about a lot, the 15-year-old me, Thought one way, and the 19-year-old me sees it completely different, but this is something that has been going on for a long time. People are just starting to wake up and notice, but it has been going on for, uh, I want to say more than a decade. I don't know exactly when, but the first time I heard the term was prior to me and my husband getting together and we've been together for 10 years and it's just disgusting and uh, it shouldn't be an issue I don't understand how anybody can just sit here and have this belief that it's okay And it kind of ties into a lot of other things that are going on currently in society. I know I've talked about revenge porn and child pornography, and it's the same kind of things where people look at those crimes as if someone's in possession of it or watching it, that it's not harming the victim because the victim's not in the room. They didn't do anything specifically physically to the child or person. And that can't be further from the truth because we are being violated every single day that videos are up or pictures are being passed around. We're all being violated all over again, whether we know it or not. Or, you know, we're there or not. It's completely irrelevant. And I think this is like one of the biggest things that I keep trying to talk about these topics because these topics aren't talked about enough. I don't know if people just aren't knowledgeable about it or if it's just, like taboo or what but we need to have these conversations and it's not just about having conversations with our children about it it's having conversations with our friends and with our family members our brothers our sisters our parents even this conversation has to keep on happening because we can't stop problems if we're not talking about it. I mean, for another example, I had stitched a video um, for anyone that's not TikTok savvy. It's basically someone else's video. I take a small portion of it and then I make a video continuing from it. And this man talked about how his daughter had zip tie on the door handle of her car and it had happened I guess three days in a row and it was sex traffickers and this was to let the whole organization know that this person was vulnerable and ready to be taken. It's been debunked by multiple police departments and federal agencies everywhere And survivors are also speaking out against it because the reality of the situation is if you are going to get kidnapped into sex trafficking, more likely than not, you know the person and have known them for quite some time, whether it's a family member or somebody that you've built this relationship with online and they've been grooming you. In the case where I got kidnapped He was coming into my work for months before he took me and groomed me so bad, used every single weakness that I had as a way to get me to actually kind of go willingly to my own kidnapping. So we have to talk about the reality of things, because as long as these lies are going around, people are going to be getting their false sense of security, and they're going to miss the signs where it's actually happening. Now, this person obviously didn't like that I had something to say about it, and blocked me, which happens, but... I had people comment saying that I need to open my eyes. I don't really know what I'm talking about. And it's like, rather than look at my page, look at my content, see that my entire stuff, podcast and all, is about sex trafficking, and I might know more about it than somebody that you know, just watches videos or reads Twitter and things like that, they just automatically say, I need to open my eyes. My eyes are open. (laughs) I know more about trafficking than I care to know about, and I try so hard to send the message and to send out accurate awareness because when we're twisting things and we're trying to normalize things that are very much not normal, then that's when our children and ourselves are the most vulnerable. Now, people want to believe the zip tie thing because it gives them the false sense of security. They haven't seen a zip tie on their car, so they're good. But some of those same people could potentially be in, Um, groomed uh, online at their job it could be a boyfriend a husband a parent and they have absolutely no idea what's going on because they're looking for zip ties and there's none so they're safe but that's not reality and I know I've made so many episodes about this but it's just that important to me And it is that important for people to understand that because you could be being groomed and have no idea. So when James kidnapped me, he came into my place of work and he just befriended me and we had great conversations. He took me out to dinner, took me to a baseball game, took me... To a lot of places and I thought he was a friend and that's why I started to open up about the different problems that I was having and he used all of that the friendship wasn't real but it seemed so genuine that I had no idea that I was giving him every single thing that he needed to groom me and to convince me to go willingly to my own kidnapping. And like I've said before, I had no idea. I had no idea that I had been kidnapped until probably a week or two, maybe a little bit longer. That whole time is kind of mushed. Um, But after I'd already been with him is when I realized what was going on. And I'm lucky I escaped when I did. That guy is a very scary man. And from... The things I read, it didn't end with me. And that's a story for another day. But had I been focusing only on the conspiracy theories, the myths, the hoaxes, the social media lies, then I might not have figured it out. I I mean, honestly, I might not have. And this is what the biggest concern is. We have to make sure that we're putting accurate information out. And we have to make sure that our children have access to accurate information. And as my daughter had said, your kids will get secretive if they think that you don't trust them. And if you're constantly going through their phones or taking their devices because somebody came after them, then they're going, they're going to be secretive, they're going to make it onto social media, and as much as you try, it's going to happen, and if they're not using their own personal account, they could have a sleepover at a friend's house and use theirs, so rather than taking these things away to try to keep them safe, in turn, we should be keeping them safe while using these things. So, like, for example, my son has a TikTok, but he's not allowed to post any video that has his voice or his face in it. Um, In fact, if he posts any videos, I have to see it, and it's the same thing with his YouTube. And He has so much information about internet safety. I mean, I'm telling you, this kid is great. I love my son. He is, oh, he beats to his own drum. Um, But there are times where he's just walked into my room while I was like watching Netflix or something and threw his phone at me. And I'm like, what? And he's like, creepy person, you know, and it's because I taught him the things that are considered creepy and the red flags and things like that. So instead of, you know, engaging with a person, um, he just automatically brings his phone to mom and has mom handle it. I mean, even if his phone rings or he gets a text message, you know, And I think that it's so much better that way. Now, obviously, I don't think my son would go on to social media on his own um, because he is so young, but eventually he's going to be old enough where he will do those things. So we have to teach our children internet safety at a very young age. There are children that are getting younger and younger and having cell phones. Most of it's for safety issues, um, you know, so parents can contact their kids if they're at school and things like that. So we have to stop trying to hide it from our children, and we have to start educating them because they're going to get exposed to it. And this video of the woman talking about pedophiles, it has about 2 million views on Twitter. And from some of the comments, people had said that it was blowing up yesterday on social media platforms. So I'm not quite sure. The only place I saw it was Twitter. But out of that 2 million people, I mean, how many kids do you think saw that? And... If it's a vulnerable child and maybe a child that's part of LGBT community and is feeling confused and not really understanding a lot of things, then they might believe what this woman is saying because she makes it a point to say her pronouns in the very beginning of the video. And I'm not saying anything against that. People do that all the time and I fully support that. Um, You are who you are. Um, now, will I do it? No, but some kids, they, that's their safe place, their pronouns, and where they fit on the LGBT spectrum, and she's one of them, so they would trust her, and if they have parents that kind of aren't as accepting, I mean, it, it, It could just be this perfect storm to groom children and send out this very dangerous message. And it sucks. It's so disheartening. And I think one of the hardest things is how many people were shocked by this and had no idea how long this had been going on. Um, It's been a very long time that it's been going on. So, we can't hide our kids from it anymore. We have to be proactive when it comes to predators online, whether it's just for kidnapping or sex trafficking. We have to be proactive and we have to stop with the, oh, that could never happen to me, or that might not be true, or I don't want to believe it. I mean, it's real. Trafficking is real. It happens every single day, thousands of people a day, and it is this multi-billion dollar a year industry. So, Our children are going to be exposed in some way, shape, or form. Our family members are going to be exposed. And even if the exposure is just coming in contact with a victim, that's still exposure. So it is unbelievably important to learn the signs of sex trafficking, to get as educated as possible And to learn the difference between a cult and a sex trafficking ring. Because there are things that cults do, and they are so wrong. But they are not the same things that sex traffickers do. But people kind of cross them over a lot. And it's like they merge them and think that both happen in sex trafficking and both happen in cults. Which isn't necessarily true. Sometimes it is. But... That way, when we see the distinct differences, learn the distinct differences, then we can keep our children and ourselves and our family and friends as safe as we possibly can. Because in the end, that's what all of this is about. That's why I started TikTok. That's why I started this podcast. That's why I have been bringing on survivors of trauma as guests so people can hear it from others, not just me, and see that my story, as crazy as it is, is not unique in any way. I'm not the only one that has experienced a lot of the things that I've experienced. This journey has been an amazing one because I have been lucky to meet other survivors that I don't want to say don't have the strength, but haven't found their strength to share their stories. And I get a lot of them that reach out to me. I've become good friends with quite a few and um, oh, my mind just went blank. But we we do a lot of like, "Oh my God, that happened to me too. And I felt so alone for so long. And having this huge community is amazing. But we need it to be a supportive community. And it can't only be supportive amongst survivors. It has to be the entire world (laughs) needs to be supportive. And needs to be educated on these things. Because that video of that guy, and I don't want to call him a liar, but... um, I don't really believe his story. There's certain certain things that were kind of red flaggy ish to me. Yeah, that has over two million views. And it is false information. And it is literally a guy pointing his phone at a stone stone driveway or gravel. I think it was gravel. And that gets two million views, but other survivors that are trying to spread awareness and saying this is not true this is happening closer to you and it's happening here 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 yeah they don't get as many views I know some of my videos I'm lucky to break a thousand and I'm not in it for that I'm not in it for the clout or the popularity or being famous or anything I'm in it because I want to spread awareness but it's very hard to do that and it's frustrating and it's exhausting because I'm fighting against videos that get 2 million views that are filled with false awareness half truths and lies and that video is not the only one that I've had to come across I mean I I could sit here probably for three hours describing all the videos that I come across. It's like, it sucks to say it, but sex trafficking is a trendy topic right now. And a lot of people are talking about it, but they're talking about things about it that are not true. And we have to change that. We have to get the real awareness out, get it from reliable sources, not just someone who read some post about something that happened to somebody that they knew on social media, Um, but to get it from good sources. Um, The Homeland Security, Department of Homeland Security, has their blue campaign campaign. That they started not that long ago. You can sign up for a newsletter. Because I get one. Like once a month. And they put out great information. And my link tree. Polarisproject.org. Has a whole bunch of information. And I mean it's out there. You just have to go looking for it. And I don't think a lot of people want to. Whether it's fear. Or um, I don't want to say lazy, that's not the word I'm thinking, um, like maybe you're too busy, but I mean, this is important because it's happening more frequently and it's getting closer and closer to people's homes. I mean, after my escape, I was kidnapped not even five miles away from my home that I escaped from. And when me and my husband bought our first house, there was a girl being trafficked three doors down across the street. And statistically, like I've said before, there's multiple victims in the apartment complex that I live in. Not that I know of any because I, I keep an eye out for sure, but it's happening so close. And it's hidden in plain sight. They've been doing it the same way for so long because it works. They're able to hide, and they put a they put out information that's not true to get you to think it's one thing, so they can get away with it in another place. If you're focused over at point A and they're doing it at point B, your backs to them. And you're not going to notice the different things that they're doing. So, please get educated. And as for this MAPS thing, that is not a sexual preference. That is not a sexual orientation. That belongs nowhere, anywhere. And we have got to make sure that this stops. Now, I don't know exactly how to put it to an entire end. I looked up the local or state legislators in Pennsylvania and wrote them all letters and sent them a copy of the video. Um, I talked to the Department of Corrections, hoping to get this woman, I mean, not exactly fired. I don't know. um, But just to put it on their radar that she is speaking publicly about these kinds of things. So, I mean... It sucks that in this type of situation, it becomes a reaction to kind of put an end to what the person's doing um, and calling legislators and governors and attorney generals and things like that. But we can be proactive in teaching our children and having that conversation, like I said, so when they see it, they bring it to you. (sighs) I am so sorry that I keep sighing and coughing. I have been so sick, and they still don't know what's wrong with me. It could be allergies. I've been told it's sinuses. I told it's my thyroid disease. Who knows what's wrong with me? But I'm going to try to make some uh, episodes more frequently. I know I've been neglecting, and I know every episode I say that, and that I'm going to try more, but... I've been trying to spend some time with my family and time to myself because things are things are rough and things got scary for a little while there, so I needed to take a breather. But I really hope that if you get anything from this episode that it's not to discriminate against the liberals and Democrats like I'm seeing a lot on TikTok and the LGBT community because this has nothing to do with them. And politics does not have a place in any of this because it turns into, well, it's just the left that does this or it's just the right that does this. And then when everybody's just fighting over who it is and who has the most pedophiles in Congress, like which party and who was on Epstein Island, it's it's all distracting and this is what happens when people are distracted. People like her get onto some public forum social media platform and make a video in support of pedophiles so we need to come together we need to stop the political bickering and we need to take the politics out of all of this type of awareness because it has no place in it and all it does is further distract and further hide everything so (sighs) i hope y'all have a great week I hope you're staying cool. I know where I live, summer is kicking my butt. Um, Been very, very hot. And I don't do well with the heat with my MS. But um, just please be aware that there are more people out there than just this woman that believe that MAPS should be considered a sexual orientation. That they say, minor attracted person instead of pedophile, and they continue to say minors as if it changes the fact that they're talking about children. It's just the way that they word the stuff is key to everything, and that extends pretty far. It's the same thing with grooming on social media and... With how sex traffickers coerce victims into doing things. I know that one of the people from, I believe it was MindGeek and um, a porn site um, pled guilty because they were grooming and trapping girls and forcing them to make videos to put on their site. Um It's a very sad situation that's been kind of going on behind the scenes because I haven't really seen it very many places. Um, I'm a weirdo and go to justice.gov and go to their news and look at local arrests and convictions all the time. Um, That's how I became aware of it. But um, when they lie, they do it good. And I mean, I'm the perfect example of that I thought so many times that I was remembering things wrong that I remembered things that happened that never did I mean these people are master manipulators and it's like think of Ted Bundy and the BTK killer and the Green River killer and all these serial killers so many people say they had no idea I mean, when the Golden State Killer was arrested a few years ago, I mean, he was pretty old, living a life, semi-normal life, I mean, as normal as a serial killer could, and nobody had any clue that he had done all the things that he did like three, four decades prior. It's the same thing with traffickers. They're walking amongst us, they're living amongst us, And you're talking and having conversations with some and don't even know it. So be careful, stay alert, get educated, and don't be afraid to talk to your kids. Stop making these types of conversations taboo. Make them common so your kids feel comfortable talking to you about it, coming to you with questions and concerns and things like that. And that is honestly the the first way that we're going to be able to put an end to this because if potential victims are educated, then they don't become victims in most cases. So let's stop them before they can get them. I'm going to end it there because I'm at 36 minutes and Becky, it takes her 36 minutes to get to work. So I have been told to keep them at at least 36 seconds I love you Becky Um, but I hope y'all have a good day and I will talk with y'all soon